Rugby Wrap Up. I'm Shamaya Robles and you're watching Rugby Wrap Up. Rugby Wrap-Up brought to you in part by Afia Sports Training Group, working in partnership with Rugby Wrap-Up to promote rugby across the community in the U.S., U.K., and beyond. And Irish Rugby Tours, the Rugby Tours Specialists. Hey everybody, welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up in Midtown Manhattan at the Fantasy Sports Network Studio 34 in the Renaissance Hotel. We're talking rugby, and we already talked about the Women's National Club Sevens Championship here in New York City, so now we're going to talk about the men. And with me, I have Mr. Dustin Rosen calling in on Skype of Rugby Sevens Magazine, and we have Mr. Steve Lewis, who actually won the national championship. If you live in a cave and you didn't know that already, with Bulldog Rugby... And we have Mr. Kies Lensing, the Namibian... Seven specialist. Seven specialist. <laughs> Definitely not seven specialist. <laughs> and uh, pro's pro in terms of professional rugby. But uh, guys, great, great rugby sevens. We already talked about the women's side. Uh, we got to talk about the men's side. And to talk about the men's side, we have to salute you, Mr. Steve Lewis, the king of sevens. His team won, ladies and gentlemen. His team won the national championship. If I wasn't over here, I'd come over and kiss you. Promises, promises, darling. Um, no, great day, uh, obviously, on a personal level. But, um, you know, I don't, I don't play any rugby, so it was really kudos to this team. You know, it's a young team, with the exception of uh, the Evergreen, Tim Stanfield, Mike Nelson. All the guys are collegiate-age players, so no one else older than 24. Um, benefited from getting a three-week camp in Vail. Um, so it wasn't really run like a traditional club in the sense Tuesday, Thursday for two, two and a half months. But we had that one intensive camp, came together. And actually this weekend they played pretty well. They kept it going all weekend. There weren't any meltdowns. Um, the key was defensive intensity and focus. Conceded five tries overall in six games, which is pretty good. Two of which after the buzzer. Um, but we, we worked on, you know, we'd worked on most. We'd identified breakdown and understanding your roles at the breakdown. And then also just hustling from the inside. And these guys just, um, you know, they played lights out. So credit to them. They deserve it. The defense. The defense exactly. was, was, was spectacular. Spectacular. And did you specifically work on that? Or did it happen organically from, from the other things that you were working on? No, you work on it, right? So, it's, you know, defense is uh, it's the easiest thing to coach in many ways because organization. But also, again, when I talk about the, the breakdown, you know, there's, uh, I, I always say, one or two scrums, uh, you know, one or two lineouts, two to four scrums, eight restarts, 40, 50, 60 breakdowns. So it's an opportunity for a turnover. It's a matter of picking your moment. So we spend a lot of time on identifying who's doing what, what the decision-making process is, and when to go for it and when to not go for it. And that, that's the key to successful defense, particularly in sevens, where everything is magnified. All right, so Dustin... You talked to us uh, about the women's, but I know that you were covering the men's just as equally, uh, as ardently and equally uh, with your attention. What, what, what did you take out of the men's championship? Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, as we said, in the women's side, you had, you know, one through five that could have won the whole thing. I think on the men's side, you had one through eight. The cup quarterfinal matches were just unbelievable. So many matches came down to that last second. So many matches were... Um, 
separated just by one try. In fact, out of the whole Club 7's national championship, 44 out of 96 matches were decided by a try or less. That makes it almost half of the matches played were decided by a try or less. Phenomenal stuff. I mean, unbelievable. I'm going to put you on the spot here for a second. Imagine, if you will, a world in which Steve Lewis is not sitting on this set right now. Did you think they were going to win it? You know, I wasn't able to really see them in action too much during the qualifying season. So it was tough to really get a read on how well those boys would uh, play at the men's level as a lot of those players are collegiate superstars, if you would say. Uh, I knew they were going to come in very fit. I knew they were going to come in extremely athletic. I did not know if they would get in some close matches and maybe their um, lack of veteranship would cause them to stumble a little bit. But that did not happen at all. Uh, They were superb across the board, extremely fit, extremely physical. Uh, Big credit to Tim Stanfill and Mike Nelson, the veterans on that squad, uh, who are obviously doing a good job leading the way. Uh, Mike Nelson gets MVP. Tim Stanfill's all over the field. Unbelievable job by Bulldog Rugby. Yeah, watching watching Stanfill and... Mike, on the pitch, it was like you had two coaches on the pitch, it seemed, as well. Now, those, that veteran leadership. It's all part of the cutting plan, right? Yeah. You can't just play 12 young boys. So Tim's been great. He did the sort of strength and conditioning. Um, he actually played better this summer than he has for a couple, just on a personal level. But he is a, he's a role model. He talks all game, and he leads by example. He puts his head in dark places, you know, and he, and he just he works and works and works and works. Yeah, that one particular play that stood out in my mind, and I'm, I want to get to you, to you on the athleticism and size of some of these guys next, but there was a play where uh, I, it was, it's all a blur, literally and figuratively, but there was a, a, a definite try to be scored by the, the opposition. Tim ran him down, and as the guy was diving to put it on, Tim dove to tackle him and almost knocked the ball loose. And it, you know, it's like any other player might have given up on that play. He didn't give up. And as you say, the evergreen part of him, but that's example. Yeah, he's a great summer. Hats off to him. And, and there's a reason why Tim and Mike have won four or five medals, because when it comes to the big occasion, they keep playing and then they put in solid weekends. Not solid weekends, superlative weekends. You know, they, they, they did really well. I appreciate their efforts. Yes, you're, you're a big man. Were you surprised by some of the size, the size of some of these guys out there? Definitely. No. And the team that they faced in the final, uh, honestly, if you compare the two teams with each other, I think uh, the Bulldogs was man for man, probably 20 pounds lighter than the other team. The other team had superb so athletes sure. in it. Yeah, so much sure, yep. yeah. And uh, I was surprised, like you said, uh, Steve mentioned it, and the quality of the defense was really superb. Their fitness levels was good, and the boys, they backed each other, and they definitely... They knew exactly what to do at breakdowns. They breakdown, decision-making was excellent. So for me, yeah, there was good size. There was good speed. Uh, some of the teams definitely lacked a little bit of uh, finishing off and quality of passing and stuff like that. But the team that won the end of the day, um, they were the most consistent with passing and defensive team. So I think they definitely deserved to win. Did you have your cleats with you? Did you have the itch? <laughs> always, as long as I'm next to a field, I always have the itch. <laughs> That's great. Uh, we are getting the signal from downstairs that we have to break for commercial. But don't go anywhere. We'll be back 
with more National Club 7's chatter after this. Been blind since I was four. And I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label. None of that stuff influences me. I drink beer because of the taste. And my beer's Pabst Blue Ribbon. It has the taste and the flavor. What do you think's on the label? I think there's a, a naked woman riding on a unicorn, jumping over fire. Oh, that's good beer. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up. Matt McCarthy here at the Fantasy Sports Network Studio 34. Uh, Dustin, Mike uh, Nelson got MVP of the tournament. Who else stood out for you? Oh, my gosh. I've been waiting to say his name. Harley Wheeler of Life University. This kid was all over the pitch. And every tackle he made, it, it, you, you heard that pop. I mean, he, he was going for it. That Truly, truly a down-to-the-last-second player, in my opinion. That's who I would give uh, that award to for the Club 7's National Championship. And then other than Harley Wheeler, I think Aaron Matthews had an incredible tournament. Uh, he did really well with ball in hand, uh, orchestrated well. Uh, but, oh, my gosh. I mean, across the board, all these kids uh, had an incredible tournament. They really did. Steve, as a, as a coach, other than outside Bulldog, because you also coach on the USA rugby level, and, and you have, you're the Elite 7's coach that now has this other box ticked, players that you noticed. Well, Dustin named the two on my team. So Harley Wheeler, I mean, I saw him at the CRCs. I thought this kid can hit like a tank. Um, so I picked him. Then I met him, and I thought, it's got to be the wrong kid. He's two inches short, and he's my size. He, he punches well above his weight. He's a fantastic athlete and brings some real dog, some real mongrel to the uh, event. He really wants to defend. Uh, and Aaron Matthews, terrific as well. Non-Bulldog players, um, the guy that really impressed me in the earlier rounds certainly is the guy Jerome Panter, who played for Mystic. Um, I have been aware of him with Northeast and Barbados and what have you, but he, he, he's from Trinidad or Tobago, but that's one country, Trinidad and Tobago. And um, not sure of his eligibility, but he is a stepper and he's young, um, so I was very impressed by him. Uh, obviously some old blue guys I know. Um, but I think Pantor was probably the, the one guy who stood out for me. And, and, and that's what these championships are about. Obviously, someone gets a trophy, but it's one of the few opportunities for players to be seen. Um, so he took his opportunity. So I'd be remiss to, to, to not ask you about what we talked about in the last show last week when we were talking about how there might be lesser quality. How do you feel about it now? Do you think there were some great opportunities there for players and Guys getting there on the radar, and women as well? Yeah, I mean, I think um, Richie Walker was there, and I think he will have been happier watching the women's tournament in the sense that I thought the standards were improving and there were some new names um, that he, he mentioned he hadn't been aware of. On the men's side, I mean, <laughs> despite having won it and not taking anything away from my guys, I, I feel that the standard was actually just a notch down this year. I don't think there were that many guys who stood up and said, pick me for a national camp. Um, so, Mike Friday, Chris Brown, Alex Magleby, um, when they're watching the film, I'm not sure how much will have changed from them. We didn't really discover any great young American talent. I'm Matthews and Wheeler, I like these guys, and they've got two, three more years at college. But, um, yeah, there was, there was no standout. There was no someone burst onto the scene and, and you know, demanded selection. Right. So. 
or somebody that could be eligible yeah as well yeah so that's that's the other side of that before we go i have to make a presentation to you because you are the king i'm not wearing that <laughs> you are the king <laughs> i am not wearing that <laughs> he's the king of rugby seven so america there you go how it's my halloween tr- halloween uh, outfit sorted thanks very much matthew very kind uh, and we 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 had that was the executive producer's idea to get that and, kendra uh, thank you very much and uh, come on Come on, how nah, many, come no, on, you no, have, not I, happening. I, I was kidding before when I said you're an overnight success. Nobody has worked harder at this than you have. I appreciate if that. If anybody was going to earn royalty, you have earned it, sir. I don't believe in royalty. You know my politics. No, he's a social, he's a champagne socialist. <laughs> <laughs> but you can work, you can hang out with the crown. Yeah, night. Halloween, looking forward to it. Right, See you then. Did you just wink at me? I did. <laughs> the, well, when you're king, you can't, you can get away with that. It's, it's good to be king. Uh, final thoughts before we end this, because I, I hate to end this, but because uh, there was so much good stuff going on there. But let's start with you, Dustin. Yeah, you know, one thing that I've already said in the show, uh, it was just really incredible to see all these close matches. Like I said, 44 out of 96 matches uh, came down to be decided with one try. That That's exciting to watch uh, if you're not a fan of rugby, um, if you're just a spectator of rugby. Whatever it is, that should get people more involved in rugby because I mean, it was just intense. It was, it was incredible to watch. You, you got to love when those matches come down uh, right down to the last second. My it's, shameless plugins. Say, say that <laughs> down again? to the last second. Rugby Sevens Magazine, down to the last second. Down to the last second. Yes. Over my side, uh, the weather wasn't uh, at all favorable on Saturday. We had a bad day on Saturday, and then Sunday we had perfect weather, a little bit hot. But I think from uh, USA Rugby Sevens point, I think it's a great tournament and I'm glad it was in New York. Uh, and I think they can only go forward on this. Definitely, we can. This way, we will get the game out there and the game will grow. And the, the quality, we need to stick to our guns. The quality is going to get better. Yeah, the players loved it because of the accessibility with public transportation. Uh, you know, you're up at Columbia. It's a pretty cool, it's a, it's a bit of a jewel right in the middle of uh, a very urban area. And, you know, those critics that say field turf is this, it's that, whatever, that tournament wouldn't have taken place or have been finished. We would have had mud balls that weren't playable if there wasn't the turf that drained. Uh, and, and, Steve, before I get to you on the final point, um, I want to salute the Dallas Reds and my man Chris Howard for doing a great job down there. Chris, uh, I know that you've been working hard in sevens, and uh, he is a New York rugby club guy, in, in true and true, so I got I to gotta salute him there. But also... One thing that you brought up was Mystic and Josh Smith. And you had to get through Mystic to win this thing. And you guys are, you guys are buddies. Yeah, it's been a good year for Northeast Academy coaches, right? Josh wins men's 15s. Rashad Chadwick wins women's 15s. Um, I won the men's 7s. So, Northeast so there's is, rugby on the, in the Northeast. There's coaching in the Northeast. You know, hopefully that will be reflected on national teams sometime soon. Um, I, I just want to thank, uh, to the point, you know, Oblu put it on, AC put it on, Empire GU put it on. But the, the worker bees at USA Rugby did a fantastic job. Eric Geib, um, James Wilbur, those guys, particularly with those weather delays. So they, they did a really, really fine job getting this tournament done. As you say, if that tournament were on grass, it would have been cancelled yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. And uh, I really just got one, one more thing to say. It was just one person shout out to a guy that uh, played with Bulldog beginning of the year. Unfortunately, get injured in the World Cup camp. Did an ACL. So he wasn't able to play for us. But Lorenzo Thomas, you'll be back. All right, we mm-hmm. like that. We like that. And uh, again, you know, all kidding aside, 
You have worked very hard at this. You've earned it. Um, if you're checking all those boxes on the coaching and the administrative side. Still not wearing that hat. <laughs> you, you, you can, well, you're the king. You can decide whether to wear it or not, but uh, that is for you. And anyway, uh, and on that note, I want to thank Mr. Keith Lensing, Mr. Dustin Rosen, Mr. Steve Lewis. I'm Matt McCarthy for these gentlemen at Rugby Wrap-Up in the Fantasy Sports Network Studio 34 in New York City talking rugby. We'll see you next time. <laughs>